got to talk about these ants. I got, we got to get this out of the way. Before we start, we should do one last ant check. I did. Dude, no, there's he... no stopping them, man. There's no stopping them. They're everywhere. Welcome. I got, uh, like, them. Welcome. I got the major ones. Welcome you know to the Rad Dude cast. Uh, Greg <laughs> is in the middle of an ant crisis. Yeah, I will discuss my ant crisis. I can't set up your ant no. crisis. You know what? These people, the ants wait they're... for nobody. Okay, go ahead. You're in the midst of vacuuming. I thought I'd set you up, tee you up, MC you up, bring you on to the stage, no. and you say, No, I can't talk about it. So, fine. I won't talk about it. Welcome to the yes, Rad Dude Cast. There's no ant cold, problem. Bro. There's no ant problem going on at Greg's house. Now, there's a Yo. significant ant problem going on at my house. Yesterday, during the amazing race, somehow, because of Anthony's amazing race, we must have brought him back from Burma. Probably, this, yeah. The whole house, my whole room was covered, covered in ants. I'm telling you, a piece of egg was on the floor or something, and I'm saying 5,000 ants. And I didn't even notice. I saw one on my computer. I said, ooh, that's weird, an ant on my computer screen. I looked down. My leg is covered in ants like I was black, and they were seeping up my body like a symbiote, like a... Like an alien, like an evil alien was taking over my body. And now I've gotten about 99% of them. They're walking around inside this Dyson thing. You got to throw that Dyson out after this. They've taken over the inside of the Dyson. If those get, are Burmese, yeah, go ahead, Brendan. I get, I get ants on my computer a lot. Um, well, that means that's a sign. <laughs> that's a sign that they're everywhere. Well, Because once they start trying to educate themselves, that means they're looking to take over. It's because I search for them on X hamster. Amp horn. Amp yeah. horn? Yeah, A-U-N-T. Oh, oh, you get little aunts. Mm. Yeah, aunts. <laughs> Tiny aunts. I got aunts all over my computer screen. Give you miniature birthday gifts. And they're always saying, but he's my nephew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is one of the best porns. We talked about that. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, that Dude, one. Dude, I... I my, there was an ant on my computer screen in a, in a Google search history. It said, how to run a small podcast. And I said, I never looked up small podcast before. These guys are trying to take over the podcast studio. Oh, God. This is horrible. And <laughs> Well, ants are known to be attracted to uh, excellent audio equipment. So I don't know. You're either going to have to throw those, uh, those cameras out or deal with these ants, man. You can't have one or the other. I'm also, I'll be honest, I'm also feel sort of stupid why i've never it's never occurred to me any type of ant infestation i've ever run into i've smashed them it's never occurred to me to vacuum them and that seems like a way better way what you're doing did you invent that or do, is that a known way i mean i think it's one of those things that everyone kind of invents when you get to a point you know like i was smashing them too but then when you have so many you got to pull out bigger guns you know, and I had to pull out the, just get them, just, just start vacuuming these motherfuckers up. I try to vacuum the Dyson. Up. Yeah. The Dyson, it's, it's one of the leading things. It's one of the best vacuums for ants. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're running around yeah. on the inside of this thing. <laughs> I don't know why it's not labeled as that. <laughs> this is crazy. This is so bad that I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I should even be doing the podcast. I might what? need to be getting professional help. <laughs> what do you think those ants inside the Dyson... What do you think they think just happened to them? <laughs> they, they're in a New Jersey carnival ride. Yeah, do you yeah. Think they, they like toys around. They might be in, think they're in heaven. Like the, um, yeah. what's that thing called where they come just everyone disappears? 
that's supposed to happen oh, the one rapture. day? The rapture. Do you think they yeah. think they're, they're, they've been raptured? Yeah, they think they've Possibly. been good little ants, and they're being taken <laughs> to ant heaven for all their great deeds. Yeah. Yeah, I think this. And, I wonder. And they, yeah. Go ahead, Greg. No, you get up here, you see all your cousins and your friends and your sisters that have been vacuumed before you, and you're at one with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Look, one on my hand. One on my hand. What's the species? What are we, what are we talking about? Uh, the small black type? Small black. Yeah, small those black. are, man, those are, those are tough. Those are tough to be. They'll just keep coming. They keep coming for some reason. Don't yeah, I keep coming. I keep crushing them in my toes. I wonder Bears if you eat, because, oh, you know, I, you, you, we've all ate like an ant in our life, right? No, just like, yeah. No, <laughs> no. What do you mean we've all ate my well, well, you know, you get so many or you're lying down on the ground, whatever it is, like you've had an ant Statistically. in your mouth. Statistically, yeah, there you go. Um, and they don't taste like anything. One ant doesn't. But I wonder, yeah. since we have such a large collection of ants, I wonder if you ate enough at the same time, if they would produce a taste. You want me well, to eat a few? Oh, yes. yeah, eat a few. Take a handful. <laughs> yeah, they, I've seen that on a television program, them eat like a giant sort of fried uh, rainforest ant, you know, those big, like, yes. two-inchers. It looked pretty good because it was crunchy. Yeah. There's sources of protein um, in uh, a lot of countries. They just look at them as sources of protein. But they're so tiny that they don't, don't understand. They don't emit a taste Anytime I've ever ate an ant. Um, <laughs> they always say protein, but it's like, well, how many? You need 500 of them to uh, eat? That's Craig, what I mean. You why? Guys, how many? We got plenty. I think Greg, Here's why are you too. just brushing over him talking about every time I've eaten an ant? How many times have you? And the fact that you're talking about the taste means you weren't asleep when you ate an ant. You've just purposefully eaten ants. When we has this all, occurred? We were all kids once, no? We're yeah, all also in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, look, I got five on my hand. I'm going right, to eat them right now. Were, yeah, eat them up, man. You're going to find that they don't really taste. There's a crunch to them. But they don't taste like anything. And I, I just wonder that if you get enough together, if they kind of taste like a raisin or something. They, also, ha they have to taste like something, I would say. Because like even, yes. even water, which we say tastes like that's tasteless sort of. Sure. That's just tasteless because we've – that's what our brain is conditioned as neutral. Like it tastes right. like something, you know, yeah. I think. That brings People on the old that. philosophical argument of – the absence of taste itself is a taste. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. I guess that's, I could have put it better. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're tasting something. Now I had a problem this morning and I'd like to, I would like to get back. I dropped one of my nicotine lozenges. Don't think I want, don't want to get back to these ants, but I had a problem this morning. I don't know if you guys ever have this problem. I didn't know if my water went sour, if I had bad water, or if I, 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 cause I ate some pineapple, maybe I got a case of sweet mouth. So in my mouth <laughs> was making my water bad cause my mouth had been sweetened up. So the water in comparison uh -huh. was bad. I didn't know. So I had to redo my water. My big water jug seemed to taste a little better, but I think I got sweet mouth. You might, man. And that's why uh, you have to eat something more, you know, it's a little more robust to uh, cleanse the palate. You know yeah, because I mean? so, you know that you don't have COVID, right? That's true. Because you're constantly tasting. 
yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, that's but not always a, yeah, that's not always a, a, a um, symptom. Michael Barbaro today was talking about how it's all mutating. All of, we've got a million different strands of COVID already. We've, we could even have a California strain tomorrow. And there's no escaping it. We're all going to die. I didn't get to that part of the podcast, but I think he was going to set us up for a we're all going to die situation. Anyway, I don't really care. I got these ants are going to kill me. Are they naming them cool stuff like uh, strains of weed? Hmm. Purple yeah. Kush. OG Kush. Yeah. 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 Like Chewbacca, Chewbacca COVID. Uh, this, has a, this has a smooth come on, but you might get a little tired. Then you die. Um, yeah, I, I can't. I mean, if they are having all these new strains, you can use that uh, before we know a lot about them. You can use that for anything that happens on your body to cover it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. You could just blame it on COVID. Yes. What do you mean? You could, what do you mean? You, you, Give me you an example. Be like, well, you, you would you would be like, uh, no, it's not that I'm impotent. I just I just have the Nevada uh, COVID. Yes. Which, uh, you know, uh, you, you know, I have a flaccid penis all the time. <laughs> it's a thickness. And now you've got it. That's worse than saying I've just got AIDS. You essentially have an STD. COVID's an STD as well. You know, it definitely yeah. is a TD, but it's also an STD yeah. if you're having I, sex. So, yeah, like, if you're like, oh, I have an impotent, but I also, you know, but I also have COVID. You're going to be like, well, then why are you fucking me? You shouldn't be fucking me with COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's your fault. You're, you're a bad, yeah. Um, you just then you have to do the quick turnaround on it where you go, oh, well, you gave it to me. You gave me this impotence COVID. I didn't have it when we started. <laughs> what if there's a strand of COVID which makes you think you have ants all over your apartment? You really don't. It's very possible. I should get tested. <laughs> he is it is funny because like uh we obviously cannot see the ants so there's because they're so small and so this camera angle is sort of just like mounted in the corner of a mental hospital where like a, schiz <laughs> a schizophrenic who just thinks Dirty there's cat. an ant problem and the doctors yeah. are like, now watch, he'll just keep vacuuming the same area. He's been at it for six hours. The area is clean. Yeah, is there any way to get your camera to turn black and white? <laughs> yeah. And occasionally have a Japanese ghost. <laughs> have you ever got, have you, have you guys ever been high and had an ant problem? Cause that's happened to me where you get, I'm a little high and then the ants become double worse because you just start feeling them way more than they are. So it's the worst. That's why I can't smoke pot if I, when I have these ant problems because I just feel like they're crawling all over me. Well, I had a very similar thing, almost identical really. I should have said yes because I was on uh, mushrooms and unexpectedly a midget came into my dorm room and it, <laughs> it, it was wild. Yeah. Uh, it really threw the whole everyone it threw everyone for a loop because we didn't know there was a midget coming nobody knew this midget and when you're tripping that's a real fucking mind bender as to why that person's so small they should i'm not saying just for midgets but for anybody who's got a thing that's a little different they should have shirts that say you're it's not that you're high i do look like this you know what i mean like if you got a guy who's got like a giant, <laughs> yeah, you know, who's like a giant elephant nose, and it's like, no, no, it's not the drugs. Uh, this is normal. I look like this all the time. It's only fair. This is my real stone, nose. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. This is hard because uh, is it distracting? I, 
Well, it's terribly no. distracting not because not because not because of the noise or anything, but because I like your attention. But at the same time, I'm giving you a, a huge amount of credit because if I had ants, I would say the I would cancel the podcast. So I think you're being a warrior right now, but it is difficult because I I you value more than anything Greg's love. I'll let you guys. You guys can do this one on your own. I can no, go. wait. That's the you're, no, that's the Brendan's worst, worst answer. Nightmare to yeah, me for forty minutes. <laughs> well, you can we can call somebody in. You want to call somebody in to, so that you have someone to talk to? Because I know it's so hard for you just to talk to Anthony. No, I like. What do you? Ta- I can talk to Anthony. I just want to make sure you're okay. I don't think. Oh, yeah. No, we can get somebody on here who's like a real friend of yours. <laughs> what? No. See now. Yeah. Let's call it. Now, Anthony. <laughs> let me. Let me tell you what happened this morning, and I was telling Greg about this. I woke up at 3.45 a.m., like Mark Wahlberg. I, I wrote some jokes. Hang on. I yeah. got it. Mark Wahlberg wakes up at 3.45 a.m.? You've never seen Mark Wahlberg's daily oh, schedule? Yeah. He works out like four times a day. Harumi, pull up, Mark Wahlberg. pull up Mark Wahlberg's daily schedule. It's definitely not true. Wait till you see this. Harumi's going to pull it up. It's crazy what he claims <laughs> his life is. Uh, can, you, can you understand and show what he says that his lifestyle is, is bonkers? Because you ha- <laughs> at some point, you have to live on society's schedule. Like you can't just make up your own independent way that life goes. Wait till you see this thing. It's he, 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 it was like big news a couple of years ago because someone asked him like how he stays so fit and he published his daily schedule. And it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. He probably added a few hours too. He probably wakes up at five, but he's like, yeah. I wake up at two. He's and trying it- to beat the rock, you know? Yeah, and it's also like I saw it and I was like, okay, maybe you did this once. This isn't yeah. your day. This isn't your daily driver. Can okay, so here's the schedule. 2:30 a.m. wake up. Uh, 2:30 a.m. wake up. 2:45 a.m. <laughs> prayer time. <laughs> 3 3:15 a.m. breakfast. <laughs> 3 3:40 to 5:15 workout. 5.30 a.m., post-workout meal. So he had breakfast at 3.15. Now he's got another meal at 5.30. 6 a.m., shower. 7.30 a.m., golf. 8 a.m., snack. Golf doesn't take half an hour. I guess shower, maybe he shower took an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Shower took an hour and a half. Yeah. No, that There's makes also, sense. I do that. I do yeah. a, a two-hour shower every day. Yeah. Also, Anthony, go. Also... Anthony just dropped out. No, uh, I'm here. I thought you said you said Anthony you said go, also. but then you said also. So yeah, golf. I was, the thing, I was doing your word, you know, where I go, where I just say the last uh, word you said. Keep it going. Uh, also, go ahead. Snack. Oh. Golf takes a half hour. Snack then takes an hour and a half. <laughs> then at nine thirty, he's in the cryo chamber recovery for an hour. Another snack yeah, at ten thirty. Say, he I never have no s- idea. It happened a long time ago at this point, man. There's, there's no way I can go back to wherever that was. All right. 11 a.m. So I wake the, up at his – yeah, go ahead. So then he's got some random shit family stuff, and then uh, 4 o'clock he's got his second workout, 5 o'clock shower, 5.30 dinner family time. He's in bed by 7.30. That's Mark Wahlberg's daily uh, schedule. It's I pretty wake up wild. at his lunchtime, and I go to bed – when he's doing his post-workout meal. 
at 5.30 a.m. That's, I like, <laughs> it's crazy that I'm, oh, I'm kind of tired, and then Mark is in the middle of a post-workout meal. When you That's go crazy. to bed, you should be telling yourself, Mark Wahlberg is already eating his second meal of the day. Yeah. But, That's crazy. But, like, at some point, you have to be on society's schedule. Like, no one's ever called Mark Wahlberg at 745. He's also an actor, too, right? So he's not here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that means for me. What do you mean? He's, well, he's also actor. working at some point, right? It's not just this is yeah, right. Day. Oh, yeah. right. Those are his days off. Yeah. 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 When does he write? He didn't. Doesn't have act in there. It just say one o'clock to two o'clock. Act. Yeah. Run a <laughs> burger restaurant. Craft? Where's the acting? Wahlburger. <laughs> the Wahlburgers. <laughs> he takes two showers too. That seems unnecessary. Well, he works out twice. Oh. Oh. Okay. I also take two showers sometimes. Also, he has no masturbation time noted in there. If he's if he's hour so, and a half shower. Well, I would say this. There's two thirty. There's uh, there's a fifteen minutes that's unaccounted for between waking up and that prayer time. There's a fifteen minute window where it doesn't take fifteen minutes to wake up. I mean, I kind of get maybe what he's saying, but there's stuff in there that I think he's leaving out. Yeah, of course, ants too. Yeah, for my (laughs) schedule, wakes up nine a.m. nine a.m. to ten a.m. Clean ants. Ten a.m. to eleven. Kill ants. It's kill ants all day. It's 24 hours of killing ants. That's my schedule now. No prayer. Also, also it's like, uh, what if one thing happens? You know what I mean? Like, what if, what if anything happens? Like, what happens to the schedule? What do you uh, mean? Like, one thing happens? Like, okay, he gets into a car accident? It's, it's 9-11 or something. Yeah. No, it's not even a car accident. Just uh, <laughs> he drops an egg on the ground. You oh, can, like, no time to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what rich people do pay person to pick up any mistakes I make during the day. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, how stressful is that? If your coffee takes too long to get made at the coffee shop, you're like, you are cutting into 15 workouts. That's, who could plant their day like that? That's crazy. Who wants to live like that? You know how I wake up every morning? I go, I have no idea what the next 15 hours is going to be. No idea. Maybe I'll get some running done. Maybe I'll do it. That's probably why I'm not successful. Well, also, it seems to me... This is just completely arbitrary because why couldn't he just live the exact same schedule but go to bed? So he's got 7.30 as his bedtime, right? And he wakes up at 2.30. How about we just add three hours on each end, go to bed at 10.30, wake up at 5.30. And then you're you're living a normal man's life. So there's two arguments to that. One – I understand. I've heard people make this argument before that when you wake up that early, no one else is awake, but also no businesses are awake. So you, what can you do? Right. You can't call anyone either. Two, if you wake up early, but go to bed at seven, it doesn't count. You know, it doesn't, you went to bed at seven. If you woke up at three o'clock and then you said, but I go to bed at 11 PM every night. It's like, wow, this guy's working more. He's putting in more time, but you're doing the same amount of awake time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know if I even believe it is that I, I don't, I don't know if I believe that that's what Wahlberg's this, running. Uh, this was all a ploy to take away from the attack that he uh, blinded an Asian man 50 years ago. That's when this came out. He praised so when much. He punched, yeah. For forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone know if that guy ever forgave him or if he think, ever gave I that guy think, $20 million? No, he didn't blind him. He wasn't blinded. He, it was a hate crime against a Vietnamese man, but he didn't blind yeah. him. He blinded him or he blinded one eye. I would Google it. Harumi, Google it. Harumi, Google it. He did. I mean, he was a teenager. 
Uh, that doesn't make it right. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's, there's stuff on, on the record, what he was saying that was pretty gnarly, uh, ra- racist stuff. Um, yeah. But, but then again, he's like a, he was like a tough kid from Boston, like a tough white Irish Catholic kid from Boston. It's like, yeah, of course he's racist. You know what I mean? Like you're been to Boston. You got out of that. Yeah. You got to grow out of it. He seems to have. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not all into forgiveness. You know, I'm into forgiving people. But I also think if I made a million the amount of money, he would. The guy, the guy who I, I thought he blinded. If he didn't, then it's fine. But if there was a guy I did some shit like that to, they would be getting a check. I agree. That if yeah. I regretted that, they'd be getting a check, big check. Well, if I'd he blinded say, him, certainly. Even if he didn't blind him, he should be doing something. Maybe make a cultural center of that some sort. Give the guy some free Wahlburgers yeah. at least, right? Well, that's kind yeah. of a slap in the face. That's what, just... <laughs> that's what he gave him. He... So wait, I don't even know what happened. So when he was, uh, well, Harumi's finding out. Greg thinks he blinded a guy. I think he just kind of beat him up. He hit some guy with a stick. Like he was with a group of kids. I think he was 15. And they definitely, it was a racially motivated attack on Vietnamese, a Vietnamese man in their neighborhood. Yeah. And this was before he started making music with the Funky Bunch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well before. Now, what's interesting is it might not have been before because he was 15. New kids on the block might have already been going. So Donnie might have already been going. I don't know. I don't know. But that would give him more reason to be angry, you know, when you have an older brother who's doing great and you're a nobody. Yeah, you think that it's crazy how that flip-flopped on them. You know what I mean? There was a time when Donnie really thought – uh well that that's sort of uh no never mind well it's, like, it's still weird just to be like well i was only in new kids in the block it's like you're still he still can walk outside and get a billion people screaming his name he could still you know get butts and he's still more famous than we are you know what i mean oh like yeah, it's crazy sure. to be like oh my brother's mark Wahlberg. yeah but you're still one of the biggest bands of all time well isn't isn't sort of um isn't entourage kind of based on them I think so because they've there's the older brother and entourage who was a big star growing up and now vince is the big star yeah um i think and 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 Wahlberg's an executive producer of that show so yeah. i i think entourage is sort of loosely based on the Wahlberg brothers i'm not sure yeah i don't know if um because i don't know that the brother is as i think that that character formed himself that what's that character's name not vince what's his name what's the older brother's name i, I forget the I forget the older brother's name. Johnny Drama? Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Drama. Drama. Johnny so Drama. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just asking if you think that that's based on... Because uh, he kind of became his own character. I don't know if that's really Donnie, per se, because he was kind of like an oof, like a gadoof. What the fuck? No, but I think, it's, I think what I've read is that it's like loosely based because it's yeah. a brother who was a star. Because Johnny Drama was a big deal. In the show, they'd make it clear he was a big deal when he was younger. Yeah, Viking? Uh, was that Viking show? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Viking Quest. Was. Yeah, Viking, Viking Quest. Quest. What is this Johnny like? Drama is a funny character in a show that uh, got picked up by the wrong fans, I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Johnny Drama himself is like a very, like he's a very funny character in and of itself. And he's Same played very show. well. Yeah, I would I argue so. like he was one of the reasons the show was watchable. He was fun, and that's like what kept the show moving. And what's yeah. the name? But it was Johnny Drama. Who he was? Know who he is? He was uh, Walnuts, Paulie Walnuts. 
um, mm. from Sopranos fame. <laughs> uh, you know, like he was the guy who they just put on. It was like they probably had no idea how good and funny he was going to be. Paulie yeah. Walnuts could have played Johnny Drama. Yeah, man, for sure. Yes, <laughs> little, yeah, little old, yeah. Right. yeah. Hur- Harumi, um, any? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony, I uh, cut uh, you Mark, off. Go ahead. Mark Wahlberg. That's fine. Nothing uh, else he did half. He he blinded a Vietnamese guy half blind, so he messed up on the guy's eyes, and uh, the guy forgave him. The guy forgave him? Yeah, so it had a happy ending in the end of the story. Wow, well, that's Greg, crazy. You were correct. I owe you an apology. I did not know about the half-blinding. Uh, you didn't insult me about it. I insulted you by not believing you. Oh, I didn't know you didn't believe me. I thought you just thought something else. I did think something else, but is that what belief is? Um, no, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, all right. I accept and- the apology accepted. Thank you. Thank you. Now, there so are Ant- ants crawling over my legs. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Anthony. So, Anthony, I tried to do a Wahlberg this morning. I didn't try oh, to. Okay. Basically, what happened is at 3.45, I woke up really thirsty and also had to pee. But then I just wasn't tired at all. So I was like, all right, let's get productive, you know? And so I, uh, I wrote. Uh, and so I start making coffee. I have so much coffee. I wrote. Uh, some jokes, sent out all these emails, did a lot of emailing. uh, And then I worked out. I worked out for like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, I drank too much coffee immediately after the workout. I just was projectile vomiting into the toilet. Yeah, just horrifically. And then just had to had to go back to bed till about 20 minutes ago. So I can't, I can't live the Wahlberg lifestyle. I started, I started well, strong, but I had to immediately go back to sleep and my stomach still hurt. So I don't, this guy, he must be doing no coffee. I don't know what he's doing. We should do a week of wake up Wahlberg schedule. People have tried it. Schedule. Yeah. <laughs> I think we make our own wake up at yeah. 345. We should all come next week with something to add to the schedule. Next week, we'll do a planning of a rad dude cast week. I think that'll be fun. We should go through what we want to do and then we'll add it to our schedule and we'll make everybody do that for one week. How about just a day? Well, you're talking the daily schedule and we have to do that daily schedule the whole week or we're scheduled well, we the could whole just week? See if, we could just say if someone will do a rad dude day, we could do one rad dude day. We'll schedule it. You do one yeah. rad dude day on your day off. Um, I'm sorry. I have to, um, the ants are crawling out of this vacuum. Uh, and I'm just covering <laughs> that the top. Wouldn't work. Well, the thing is, you got to release. You, as soon as you vacuum up, you got to throw them in the garbage or in the sink. Uh, you can't do a podcast. That's fine, it. man. Me and Andrew got this. this. Go on, uh, go on, uh, right back. Friday night, Greg, or what, how, whatever you want to. Uh, now, uh, I didn't mean go on the show. I meant, you know, he. That's his screensaver. I wasn't trying to be like, go do your own. You know what I mean? <laughs> do a separate podcast in the living room. But yeah, so it b- b- gave me new respect for Wahlberg because I made it. I made it till about eight a.m. Right back in bed, sick, sick in my guts. Yeah. Well, you know, he doesn't say he, the first time he might have tried this. That's what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's only he's only saying this is what he does now, but he doesn't mention that. Like, yeah, when you first start the Wahlberg routine. You're going to projectile vomit on the first day for like four hours, and then you just have to go back to bed. Also, he doesn't make any mention of going to the bathroom, which leads me to believe he's got other, some other system going on of waste removal. 
Yes, like the, that uh, crazy astronaut who used diapers to go <laughs> yeah. try and stalk her uh, ex-husband or something. Yes, yeah. I think there's more to this Wahlberg routine that he's not mentioning that you need. Like, you know when you um, go to cook something and they're, yeah, they're like, hey, you can cook this in 15 minutes, but it doesn't account for you buying all the spices and cutting up the vegetables and stuff like that. There's a lot he's leaving out on this routine that needs to be set in place for it to be done this way. Yeah, I agree. If you've ever, first of all, I will say, this is why people say like money can't buy happiness. And I think that's true. There's a lot of super rich, super depressed people. But what you can do, it makes your life so much easier. Like, (laughs) Rumi, can you pull up a picture of Mark Wahlberg's home gym? It's crazy. Like, so in order yeah. to work out, like you or I have to go to the gym. We have to wait <laughs> right. for shit. That, yeah. This guy has a commercial grade, beautiful gym in his home where it's like, yeah, that makes it a lot easier to be Jack. Now, I'm not saying that's an excuse to not be Jack, but like right. when you just have to like walk out of the living room and you're in a gym by accident, well, <laughs> yeah. then you might as well get a few reps in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, no, absolutely. Um, that's his house. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. That's like for, like, house. multiple people. Yeah, for a, one guy. This is all those yes. ways. I mean, yeah. there's an upstairs. There's practically an office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would have any of that. There's a full boxing ring. I hope he doesn't let anyone else use it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so funny. This is Mark Wahlberg's gym. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? This is Mark Wahlberg's gym. <laughs> oh, by himself my God. in that ring. Yeah. I, Man, I only have the TRX that's hanging outside my balcony. If it rains, I can't work out. That's, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's the limitations that I have uh, upon myself. Um, yeah, that's insane. Hey, so for those of you that uh, are only listening audio, Google Mark Wahlberg's home gym. I mean, it's like a, he's got a full boxing ring. Uh, he's got everything in there. <laughs> they you keep work out talk- twice a day if you got, all this, if you got that kind of gym. Yeah, they keep yeah talk- of course. They keep talking about um, a fighter, um, uh, which I thought the fighter was an amazing movie. I love the fighter. Did you uh, watch? Oh the yeah, fighter? I love Fresh the fighter. Sale. I love the fighter. They they they, they, they keep they keep. What would you say? No, nothing. Well, nothing. Go ahead, man. They keep saying there's gonna be a sequel. Um, uh, because like the greatest part of his career, like after that comeback happened. He had a trilogy of fights that are legendary with uh, Arturo. Mickey Ward? Yeah, Mickey Ward yes. had a trilogy yeah, yeah. of fights with Arturo Gotti. Um, and they, they be, like, threw it, like, were enemies and then became best friends. And then Arturo Gotti eventually died under very suspicious circumstances. Yeah. Seems to have been killed by his wife. But that's, <laughs> I don't know if we got to add that. But they keep Allegedly. talking like they're going to make this tri- – they're going to make this sequel that features those three fights. And it's like, yeah, Wahlberg's 53. What are you talking about? <laughs> When are you going to, you got to do this now. Like you can't, this is not, the guy was fighting when he was 31 years old. You can't, you can't just keep putting this off. He's 53 years old. I don't care if he's got a boxing, he's going to have to play the older brother, the crackhead fella. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, he's, um, I guess like Stallone kind of does this too. Somehow with Stallone, it doesn't, 
I don't know. Like, he still seems all right, but yeah. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Rocky is like fictional. So then you can be sure. like, well, yeah. yeah, there's a 65 year old boxer. That's a, in that world, that happens, you know? But like, yeah. Mickey Ward, he's, I mean, now, granted, Wahlberg does look pretty young for his age. Because I do think he's in his 50s. I'm not sure. Uh, let me check that. I'll double yeah, he check. He does that. cryotherapy? Yeah, he does do cryotherapy. My sister <laughs> yeah, does. My sister that. likes cryotherapy. Uh, I'd like to try it sometime, although it seems too cold. Uh, yes. I, don't, I didn't have much about cryotherapy. <laughs> what did I walk in he's, on? He's 49. Uh, I was talking about he's cryotherapy and Mark Wahlberg's age. He's 49 years old. He's 49, okay. yeah. Well, so, Mickey Ward, I mean, Mickey, he probably looks better at 49 than Mickey Ward ever did. Yeah, well, of course, Mickey Ward had Mickey so, Ward's face, you know? Yeah, Mickey Ward yeah. was not an attractive man. Yeah, but even um, Mickey Ward's body, he wasn't like an Adonis. No, no, no. He was never, like, cut up. Like, <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, a little bit, probably at weigh-in, maybe, when you're cutting weight, but not sure. yet. But compared to God, like, I mean, Gotti wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, very, uh, I mean... He Mickey Ward didn't look like I would never see him on the street and be like, "That's an athlete," you know. If I saw him in street clothes. Uh, yeah. No. Well, I think you might. I think you might like in his prime. He Mickey Maybe. Ward was pretty fit. I, I don't know. Can you pull up a, a a picture of Mickey Ward uh during the Arturo Gotti fight? See what he looks like. Also, Anthony, when people see me on the street, they don't go, that guy's an athlete. But I'm like that's an true. extreme rollerblader still yeah. to this, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just true. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. No, nah, he's very, yeah, he's very muscular. Check out that, huh? I'm wrong. Maybe when I was a kid, I was in better shape. So when I saw people, I was like, yeah, they look like me. What's the big deal? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I saw these guys doing a... Was it a super lightweight the other day or something? I, I forgot. Who they were, but they looked like little boys. They had little boys' bodies, and they were little boys. And I said, we're just waiting, watching little boys fight now. It was crazy. The UFC well, goes the, down to like 120 or something. Right? The it's craziest crazy. part about those like straw weight, those featherweight guys, they're so small, and uh, they would fuck us up. They would just wreck us in a yeah. fight. And they it's cut crazy. From like 160, right? <laughs> like one Not, no, you know, a lot of the smaller guys don't cut as much. A lot of the smaller guys are naturally, they tend to be short and are naturally pretty, pretty, mm. pretty uh, light. Uh, um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a huge advantage if you can fight at your walking around weight because fighting after a cut is hard. Like, it, so it's a huge, I mean, those, some of those guys that, that cut, uh, you know, 20, 30 pounds in a week. That fucks you up, man. And you do, you rehydrate before the fight and you, you eat, but it still fucks you up. You're tired. Your body's fucked up. So if you are a guy who's lucky enough to fight at your natural weight range, you have a huge advantage. Huge advantage. Like homeless people. You know, they're always fighting at their own weight, whatever their weight is. <laughs> yeah, they never <laughs> cut. They never cut. Well, they're <laughs> kind of always on a cut, you know, because like, they got to eat whatever they find so it's harder so they're always cutting weight but uh uh there's this another great boxing movie is bleed for this uh with miles teller which by the way does anyone know whatever what happened to miles teller because i thought that guy was the next big thing i don't know who that is maybe 
Usually they just start a family, you know? That's why they're just going they're being good family men. He's the kid uh, he's the kid from Whiplash, Greg. I thought he was the next greatest actor in the world. Yeah, yeah like he's a, been doing he's still doing movies. Uh, yeah, he's still doing movies. Is he? He's doing yeah. all right. He yeah, was the I'm poor sure man's he's fine. He was the poor man's guy from the Facebook who was the poor man's guy from Arrested Development. Yeah. That's what that was. Right. Oh, I see. He's a triple poor man. So he's a poor man uh jesse eisenberg who was a poor who was the rich man's michael Sarah, and so he's three levels be- below them don't hold this against me but i heard that guy miles teller was like actually an asshole in I, real life i don't i don't know if it's true or not under what circumstances would i hold that against you well i mean like don't like i might be wrong if you know the guy and you're like no nah, he's actually nice feel free to comment yeah. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he was like a big asshole. So maybe that's why he's not getting a lot of work. That could be the thing because I thought he was really going to blow up. But anyway, he's in this movie, Bleed, Bleed, Bleed for this, Bleed for it. I can't remember. And it's about uh, Vinny Paz from uh, Rhode Island, who was uh, uh, this great boxer. He was in a horrific car crash. They told him he might never walk again. And he made it back and, and won the boxing uh, championship and I was like why and it's a great movie and I was like why is this not why is this movie not the most famous movie ever this is the craziest story why don't I, why is this guy not the most famous boxer of all time and I looked it up and it turns out uh, because he's a horrible horrible man uh, and the movie just sort of ignored that he's like he's uh. got all sorts of domestic abuse charges and check fraud and like just a criminal and a piece of shit and held him back man i was watching i've been watching these i've been watching uh dick cavett interviews from the 70s or 50 like it's like the guy was on forever it's like before it's like the 60s 70s it's like everything yeah uh and there was this guy gore vidal was talking to this guy tail mm, the fuck was his name um something mailer he was norman, a, mailer. norman mailer norman mailer right horrible man Punched so, a woman yeah, in let the me, face. Let me finish. Come on, man. There's a reason I'm setting things up. Uh, so the guy keeps arguing, and I'm like, let me – I'm like, who's this guy? Let me look him up. Look it up. Punched a woman. He didn't punch a woman. He stabbed a woman in – he stabbed his wife in the stomach and then got three months on it. And it's like, well, all right. But, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I got excited about know, Norman Mailer. I, I, I know, but then you say it, and then I have nothing to talk about. And I go, well, right, there it is. You, there you go. I didn't know that's what you were getting at. I <laughs> thought you were going to get at you discovered he was a horrible guy. Yeah, yeah. Let me just finish and then throw in your part at the end. Add, a, you know, add, the, uh, You're right. add the heat to the end. You You're know? right. You're right. You know? I apologize. No, no, no. You're problem. right. Don't apologize. Just be better. You know what I mean? Which one? I'm just, I was just kidding. That was me trying you to make be better. Like, you be better. Joking. You're vacuuming the whole time. Yeah, I got ants crawling all over me. <laughs> Greg, did you put Ooh. on pants? I had to put on pants. I, mean, I, mean, I had to uh, go down and get this bug killer from my landlord. Oh, wow. Home defense. This stuff don't do nothing. I'm pretty sure it's just <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> no, that you got to read the warning on that. That seems gonna, highly toxic. Yeah. yeah, that... I would not assume that that's Let seltzer. Let's read what this thing says. It's got a uh, include. Yeah, it says, well, it says safe around for use around the house. It's just seltzer. <laughs> Active ingredients, <laughs> seltzer <laughs> and other ingredients. 99.9% are other ingredients. That's bifithin, bifithin, seltzer and bifithin. 
I mean, the truth is, seltzer kills ants, I would assume. It drowns them, right? Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Can't, yeah ants can't survive a dousing in seltzer. They get yeah. caught in the little bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they bubble to the top. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah. So who's this thing, Gorbadal? That's a name I hear a lot. Yeah, he was like a name we would hear a lot, a lot when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. And then that's why I turned out, I was like, Gorbadal, my mom used to say something about him. Yeah. But then looking back, all the things my mom hated are people I would like now. Um, (laughs) So my mom would have been a mailer guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So who who is Norman Mailer and who is Gore Vidal? So they were both writers. They were both writers. But Norman Mailer considered himself to be like the next, uh, who is that, uh, you know, the famous writer who was like a drinker and he was big drinker and he was like lived that lifestyle of like a horrible life Hemingway Hemingway Hemingway. so he dubbed himself as like the new Hemingway but like everyone's like yes stop dubbing yourself that you're just making yourself an asshole and (laughs) he got he goes he's on this uh Dick Cavett which is such an interesting thing to watch he's on this Dick Cavett interview with uh Gore Vidal who Gore Vidal like called him out he was just like this guy he he insulted his writing he insulted the other guy's right he was like I don't really like his writing but throughout the whole interview, Gore Vidal was like, no, I like you. I think you're a talented person. I just think this piece you wrote was chauvinistic. And like Norman was just trying to make it all about a big thing. And he was like screaming at the crowd. And he was like, you're all a bunch of libs. You're a bunch of libs. And he was like, hey, someone, he literally yells at the crowd. He goes, who's got something to say to me? And the whole crowd was like, you're a chauvinist piece of shit. And Dick Cavett's like, what's happening on this show? Why is this guy going WWE? But it's... Dude, these old shows are amazing. They had I'm sorry to just to, to ramble, but they had um yeah. two feminists on, which that's what they were labeled on. I don't even think he knew his game. <laughs> we have two feminists. I don't know whatever they are, right? Two ugly women. <laughs> yeah. Dick Cavett was extremely like courteous to them, right? He was like, Oh, right. what's your names again? Which is crazy. You'd say, What's your name in the middle of an interview? <laughs> but also on the panel was Hugh Hefner. Uh-huh. And they were like, Hugh Hefner's the enemy. But then Hugh Hefner had like he said like a lot of like he was like pretty progressive things for the time right in that interview and uh, it was kind of like it's it's really cool to see these things that are happening today that happened back then right Right. like there was just another one too that was uh, the one that got me was jim brown was talking with uh this governor from georgia who literally was like no i love black people but i love every people I love all people. And he just kept saying, y'all try to make it about black. Stop trying to make it about just black. It's about everyone. Everyone should be equal. And I'm like, dude, this is the 60s. It's clear that black people are not being treated the same. So that it kind of makes you think like, well, who am I now? Am I the governor now who's screaming all lives? He was literally saying all lives matter. It was wild to see. It's wild to see how, we're, how we just history repeats itself. They use the same exact arguments. Yeah. Not not even like not even like repeats itself, like just doesn't go anywhere. It's just like the same thing. That's mm-hmm. the exact same thing. It just like has stayed that way. And it's like, what? Come on. Yeah, Norman I, Mailer was I uh, wonder oh, go ahead, <laughs> I wonder if Hugh Hefner was like very progressive. It's strange to be you're so progressive at the time, but then if you don't change your position on something, right. you end up regressive. Do you know we, what I mean? We discussed this with my dad. Like when my dad, right. when I was with my dad in the comedy club and he said to the black waiter, he goes, thanks, my brother, and high-fived him. <laughs> right, and I went, right, right. yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> and he was like, no, in the Bronx, you called right. each other my brother to show that like you're brothers. And it's like, but now that's like, I, you know, it's the same analogy I right. use, that's iPhone one. It doesn't, the camera doesn't hold up to the iPhone 11. 
Ryan right. knows about that. My man's a new iPhone owner. <laughs> Damn, yeah, iPhone 11 portrait mode. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of sad when you hear stuff like that. When you're like, man, that was happening in the 60s and we didn't, it's, it's not done. Like, you didn't well, fix it. Here's what's positive about it, right? We have moved forward since the 60s mm -hmm. we, we are not we are not in the same position but what's nice about it is that these people that you see now who are saying these things and you go man i feel like these people are crazy but am i crazy you go no 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 there were people saying the same thing back then like this argument's already been handled be strong in your resolve you know like this look how crazy this person is saying this back then <laughs> right, and they're right, still right. saying this argument so it's still crazy like it, it, it gives you a little bit more like to put uh, able to plant your feet into like what you kind of believe. Except, except Norman Mailer, that guy was, uh, that guy was saying arguments that no one's ever heard. And we'll never hear again. <laughs> you got to see this guy, dude, Harumi, pull up a picture. Of the guy looks tall. like, this is what I originally would imagine Anthony's dad would look like. Anthony, where do you see this guy? This is who I would imagine your father would look like the way he sits. He like sits like this and his hair is crazy. <laughs> What do you mean? If if you didn't know who my father was, this is who you thought he would be. Yeah, just physically. Okay. Just physically the way he yeah, looks yeah. and kind gotcha. of and he does a thing <laughs> when he's talking to you where he'll do this. You gotta look at my face a little bit, he'll be like, I mean, you're a bitch. <laughs> like he would do this thing where he'll give you a subtle smile underneath the in which is like so charismatic. Like uh-huh. Um you gotta also Harumi, you gotta took uh, you gotta look up uh him in, on the Dick Cavett show because he, when he was young he was like handsome but he was when he was about 40 to 50 when he's like 48 years old he looked like an insane Kramer <laughs> dude he's wild you got to see him I, I, oh, I suggest man. everyone watch these old Dick Cavett interviews man they're so interesting he has like John Lennon on and they talk about like dude it's it's just such a like really these arguments are still the same and you get to just see where people were at this time for real and it's 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 one of the most interesting things um uh, loopholes not loopholes binge hole what do, what do you call them rabbit holes rabbit holes I think. Rabbit, rabbit holes yeah and mailer like the interesting thing like he's a, he was a decent writer like he was it's it's pretty it, it's, I, i've read a couple things and it's like he was an interesting writer he was kind of like a little bit along the lines of hunter s thompson yeah. Um, where he would, he was kind of a journalist and a, and a novelist. Like he kind of was just th that. A, a, and that whole time, like American writing was dominated by the, this sort of chauvinistic brand of like white men. That was like, right. they had like their crew and uh, it, it, it was weird. It was really weird, but he's like, he's a decent writer, but it's, it's this interesting thing where you like go back to artists. Right. And it's like, uh, do can you judge the art separately right. from the artist? You know, because obviously you, you these days you cannot do that with comedy. That's yeah. not allowed. But like go back like Picasso was a fucking piece of shit. Like he there's some quote about how he he his his uh his drive he found his artistic energy through ruining women's souls <laughs> like that he literally said that <laughs> wow. and, it's like, and it's like holy shit like you're horrible you know but like enough time has passed where like look at that beautiful picasso you know uh, i'm not because i don't he, that's yeah. not my style of painting but it's weird to try and separate the art from the artist is that even a thing i think with the writer it shouldn't be a thing. It's like, mm -hmm. nah, man, this is coming from your brain. 
and your brain stabbed your wife. You yeah. know? Uh, well, you, you have to, though, but that's the thing, right? You don't get, now, that's the thing you have to, and this is essentially to say, but you don't get those, if everyone is the same, if everyone is 100% perfect, you're not getting good art. You need disturbed people to make shit. And yeah. guess what? Sometimes you want to read a good book. That guy had to have stabbed his wife a few times. <laughs> also <laughs> screamed he was trying to cut out the cancer and then went to a psych ward for five days. So it's like, you know, you're going to get good shit from people like that. Yeah. It's interesting shit. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. You're ruining people's lives, but you're also, um, it is um, people, we have to just accept uh, accept people, I guess, as what they are. And look, the, the way I look at it is I just, you don't make it personal. You have to understand the laws, you know, like we have laws for these things. I get the laws aren't perfect, but if you break a law, you pay the prime. I'm not the judge. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the one who, who judges you. The law, if you stab your wife and they let you out, then for whatever, like, it's like, for the most part, it's like, you shouldn't feel bad about, like, I won't buy anything from OJ, but that's just because I don't like personally think I don't like OJ, but you know what I'm saying? You have to be able to, you have to take yourself out of it and go, you can't. Dude, I'm sorry to just go on, but last night I was watching this Dick Cavett. I was going to post about Dick Cavett and I was like, wait, should I? I don't know what he's done. Now I'm like, now I have to look through all of Dick Cavett's life to see if he ever raped someone or said the N-word before I start posting his interviews. And it's like, well, what the fuck am I doing? It's all too much. Yeah, well, especially secondhand that way where it's like that there could be blowback on you for posting about some guy when you're like what do you what do you you want we got to know everything about everyone now to yeah. to 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 enjoy them and uh i mean i've never in my life heard of someone taking longer to find a picture of norman mailer my internet's but, uh, messed up sorry i was looking <laughs> for it too i couldn't find the crazy picture it just looks like a regular guy so youtube viewers at home do your own research i'm sure you'll pull up the link I <laughs> you allow me to share my screen? Sorry, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I just thought you were searching for like the perfect article. I was. Um, I just more yeah. satisfied with any of them. Hmm. Oh, and then yeah, Gore, Gore Vidal. Oh was, yeah, what's Gore Vidal? About? I believe Greg. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he was more of a political um writer is that correct he was kind of a, a calmness i think you're right they both did run for they both did run for politics uh, gore vidal did run for some kind of office um so that would make a lot of sense yeah i i could be completely wrong but i believe he was a writer and a political strategist like I a think. public intellectual but, kind of guy kind yeah yeah but i i mean that's that's i've never i don't think i've ever read it, anything by gore vidal i may have unknowingly i do believe he has it's like an written, essay or something harumi can you make me uh can you let me share my screen how I, do i do that i think he has um written some n fiction as well i could be wrong i could be totally wrong i just don't know that much about gore vidal but i, w I do know enough to know he, i think he's a better person than norman mailer i mean you could see in the interview he's a better person he's literally letting the other guy talk you know, it's like on the basis, on the very basics conversational thing, he's like, he literally was like, no, I want to hear what you want to say. I respect you. Now, I'm sure Gore Vidal, I'm sure his own way was insane. But like, just watching them, you go, this man is a goddamn uh, maniac. Well, what's interesting to me is like, we don't, I think our attention span as a society for, for um, like, we don't have those shows anymore. 
Really? You do. You have your Sunday morning political roundtable shows. But in terms of prime time, where it's just people sitting around talking, that's yeah. gone. It's like, no, we need carpool karaoke. We need five minute clips. We need shareable shit. Like, do we have anything that's the equivalent of like bringing together? Well, I think Rogan, really. I mean, I do think that like Rogan and podcasting this, he was doing the Rogan show. He was having intellectuals right. and like people of he was doing what Rogan does now doing longer interviews, you know? And it's like, Oh yeah. Rogan didn't invent this. This was what people love before we went into that hole of make it hot, make it shareable, make it quick. You know what I mean? Which is sort of sad that that's not mainstream entertainment anymore. Cause that's so much more just, you learn so much more, you know, like I think you get to see people be crazy too. You get, you, it's kind of nice to see, People aren't coming on like he's just happy. There was moments of silence in these interviews. Like there was just like moments of silence where the people are thinking for a second. And you're like, oh, I love that. I love the fact that they're, they're thinking. We, he had a, so Jim Brown, also I got to say, Jim Brown, I don't know if you guys realize how absolutely fucking cool this man is. Jim Brown is sitting next to a guy who's pretty much saying, you know, like black people suck. And he's just kind of like scratching his hand being like, hey man, I want to hear what you want to say. But he, Dude, that level of like to be in that level of um, the civil rights movement and then have a, a Georgia governor next to you saying some old bullshit and not choking him out and remaining not angry, not screaming, not anything. It's like you got to give those guys fucking credit. Just those people who are able to maintain their while they're getting hosed down and shit, not being a less. The guy was arguing segregation and integration, right? His what I thought was really interesting was to see how people are able to manipulate laws. Right. So what he was saying with segregation was, no, I believe in I he goes, I don't think that people should be segregated. I don't, I don't think I think that people shouldn't. But I also don't think people should be forced to have people they don't want in their schools. Like he was like, we're forcing forcing integration is against what he believes as well. And I was like, oh, this argument doesn't age well. But I also understand where you were coming from, where you were like, well, if it's all about forcing things, if we're forcing people we shouldn't be forcing integration into schools. And you're like, oh, you're using the taking away my freedoms rule again, you know, away again. And it's like, we still use that argument. Don't wear a mask. You're taking away my freedom. Don't force me to be in school with people I don't want to be in school with. You're taking away my freedoms. And it's like, wow, man, that's, it's just wild to see the same arguments come back. Almost like, are you going back and are you going back and watching these interviews and taking those or are we all just this fucking stupid? It's also crazy because it's like that argument is like, so your argument is like you're against it, but if the people in the school are racist, they should be allowed to be racist. Like You yes. know, like if the school is racist and they don't want black people there, look, I'm not against segregation, but uh, unless someone wants it, then it's fine. And it's like, that's no, that doesn't, that's not how that works. That's the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever heard. You have to for, you have to force people sometimes with things like to move forward. You have to just sometimes you have to make it. You have to push it a little bit, which is like because people aren't not you know not everyone is. There's a lot of fucking idiots. Jim Brown. Jim Brown's a fascinating character because he you know was uh, first of all they had to change the rules of lacrosse because of him uh, totally, uh, and then he was one of the greatest running backs of all time. He was close friends with Muhammad Ali. He was an actor. Like the guy, just what a life to have done and all of Mars those attacks. things. 
Yeah. Mars Attack was so good. <laughs> yeah. Punch that alien right in the face, broke yeah. the glass. Yeah. <laughs> now he, himself. South. He he's has yeah. some controversy too. It's like everyone has controversy because he was, uh, you know, he's a Nation of Islam guy, and there's a lot of, um, you know, the, 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 that's technically I think classified as a hate group now. But um, so everyone has controversy. You know, we all got problems. Yeah. Jim Brown still goes to the Browns games. I don't know why. No, no, it wasn't. But it should have been. It was named after <laughs> Paul Brown, the owner, which is crazy. That every other team was going like, ah, we'll be the Vikings. And Paul Brown just goes, well, it's my team, Browns. <laughs> I love that. It'll be the Coraluzos, the New Jersey yeah. Coraluzos. <laughs> yeah. No one can spell uh, it, and the names are too long to put on jerseys. Uh, but Jim Brown still goes. And I'm like, dude, you retired 50 years ago, and they lose every game. You don't yeah. want to just stay home. Yeah. He, lo- he loves it. Oh, also, if you want to see another interesting video, look up uh, on the Dick Cavett show. They did a Muhammad Ali talking about computerized boxing matches. So in like the 50s or 60s, whenever Muhammad Ali was on that show, and he's whatever year Muhammad Ali was, Muhammad Ali was in his prime. They had him fight. I think it was like some famous boxer. I don't think it was Joe Lewis. Made oh, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? But it wasn't. He didn't fight him. They did a computerized the computer would tell you. And like, you're like, wait a minute, computers weren't around back then. But what they had were like these, the way it was explained was it very basic computers. And what they did is they made the two guys act out the fight. So they weren't actually punching each other. They would like pull the punch right before the face and do like put fake blood on. And they did like essentially computer simulated fight between these two boxers because I think Joe Lewis wasn't in his prime or whoever the boxer was, wasn't in his prime. So they wanted to see who would actually win if the computer tells you. And then the computer did like a readout of like the facts, but it's like, this is the fifties. They were doing this shit, you know, or sixties. I don't know what year, but it's just a wild thing to see. It's hard to say because Muhammad Ali just started going on and on and on. And then they just kind of went to They went to commercial and came back. And the other guest was like, yeah, I don't know what that guy was talking about. (laughs) So he was saying something racist happened. So I don't, so I don't think Muhammad Ali won in the computerized readout of the fight, but it was. Oh, like- oh, oh! It was. Um, was it? Didn't they do? If he was saying something racist, did did they do Muhammad Ali versus Rocky Marciano? No, it. No, what he said was racist. Was the, he was calling the computer racist? Oh. <laughs> He was like, no, the computer's <laughs> fucking racist. Like, I think the people who were putting the numbers in the computer were like doing, like, it wasn't right, but it was, uh, it wasn't that. It was him fighting a boxer who was way too old. So they were trying to see, like, uh, okay. kind of like in that Rocky movie where they're like, who would win, Rocky or Mason Dixon? You know, it's yeah. that shit. That's that. All right. I think that's going to do it for today, right, Harumi? Where are we at time wise? Just about, yeah. All right. Uh, guys, uh, Greg, you want to tell them what's going on on the Patreon right now? It's pretty fun, actually. Oh, yeah, sure. We're just doing uh, everyone gets an episode. So uh, for the Patreon, there's three episodes. And we're just to kind of spice it up a little bit. We're uh, everyone's getting their own episode. It's going to rotate every week. But not uh, you Anthony, guys. Not Yesterday you. Was oh, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Anthony got his episode where he did this amazing race episode which would be up that's for five dollars and uh, was we had to go on an amazing ra- or ten dollars run the amazing race thing and then tomorrow brendan is doing his which will be up whenever and then i got my so everyone is becoming the director of their own episode which i think is going to bring out a lot of fun and crazy shit for the patreon i'm really excited about it 
Yeah, patreon.com slash rad dude cast. Uh, I will be in Louisville, Kentucky, Thursday through Friday at the Comedy Caravan. Nice. Cool. Anthony, Anthony where are you at? <laughs> uh, July 17th and 18th at the Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island. Nice. This Saturday, I'll be with Louis Katz at uh, Soul Joel's Comedy Club with an outdoor show. So feel free to do whatever you want to do. Um, God bless America. God bless the Saints. I'm a Saints fan now. I'll tell you that. Big Drew Brees guy. <laughs> I don't even know who's on the Saints. All right, Harumi, cut us. <laughs>